0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge
1: on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station.
0: Uh, today's a big day for Garth Brooks fans. Uh, we were all surprised recently when Garth Brooks announced that he was going to add a Calgary show to his world tour because we were all feeling kind of sad and dismayed when he did a bunch of shows in Edmonton and didn't come here. Mind you, five years ago in 2012 it was the other way around. We got Garth Brooks here. Uh, the folks up in Edmonton were the ones feeling sad. Uh, so, Garth Brooks had announced he was going to play here in September. And then, as things tend to go when it comes to Garth Brooks, tickets go very fast, they announce a second show. People buy tickets for those, a third show gets announced on and on and on. So, seven shows as of now for Garth Brooks, uh, starting Friday, September 1st, here in Calgary. And I guess what's cool about that, too, is... Um, given that he plays Sunday the 3rd and then not again till Friday the 8th, I guess Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood are going to be hanging out in Calgary. Maybe you'll see them around town. Uh, so, yeah, we're up to seven shows, and who knows, maybe there'll be more, because I think those all sold out, or mostly sold out. Someone just uh, tweeted at me, said there's still some single tickets available on Ticketmaster. And, yeah, there's some tickets available on StubHub, too. Uh, for the Friday show, the first show's tickets starting at $80 on StubHub, uh, tickets starting at 74 for the Saturday show uh, and about the same for the others. So that that's not crazy, right? It's not as though they're going for, uh, you know, thousands of dollars. So there are two issues here, I guess. Well, there's three. I mean, one is just the whole experience today because a lot of people in the office here, not a lot was getting done at 10 o'clock by the sounds of it. A lot of people trying to get on, get on the website and buy tickets. Uh, some got through, some were able to buy tickets. A lot of others weren't. So were you amongst the frustrated today? And then I heard some of these stories on Danielle's show where people did get through. They were buying tickets. What they thought for was for a certain price, only to learn after going through it all, that it was a much higher price, which was interesting. I never heard that before. Uh, So did you run into that? Now, I understand if you did get through, there was a maximum of eight tickets you could buy. I don't know how many steps you have to go through to prove you're an actual person. You know, but all this talk about bots buying up all the tickets. If these websites like Ticketmaster and the promoters and the artists are really that concerned about it, it's pretty easy to deal with because all kinds of online retail have all of this built in. There's all kinds of technology available to prove that the person who's buying that thing is actually a person. But sure, it didn't take long before some tickets were posted on StubHub. Although, for now, they look fairly reasonable, and of course, maybe they'll spike, but in all likelihood, close to the concert, when people are more desperate to unload these tickets, you can probably get them for a decent price. So I'm curious whether you had any problems getting tickets today or if you're disappointed because you didn't. Are you willing to go on StubHub and buy tickets? I look at these resale uh, sites as kind of a great equalizer, because if you weren't sitting at your computer pressing F5 over and over again at 10 o'clock today, you missed out. But what if you really want to see Garth Brooks? What if you look at StubHub and say, "Well, yeah, some of these seats, 90 bucks. That's a good deal to go see Garth Brooks. You've still got that opportunity. So you don't have to miss out just because the show sold out. You've still got a second chance on the secondary market to buy some tickets. I think that's a positive, especially if you're coming to town. Maybe you're just planning a, a trip to Calgary in September. And holy crap, Garth Brooks is going to be there when we're there. Well, it's probably long sold out by then, but again, you can look at StubHub. If there's something available, is it a price you're willing to pay? I guess the other side of it too, if you manage to get through on Ticketmaster and you just want to go, you want to go buy yourself even, well, buy two tickets, flip one of them, and you probably more or less pay for the, the one you're going to use. So I, I don't mind that side of it at all. So this notion that we need governments to crack down on all this, I don't see it at all. So maybe you disagree. Maybe you disagree. Maybe you think websites like StubHub are part of the problem. We'd be better off without them. I disagree. Okay, so there's that side of it. There's also the arena question. Does Calgary need a new arena, and does Garth Brooks have anything to do with that debate? We heard a lot about Garth Brooks a few months ago, didn't we? Gary Bettman even came to town. Said Calgary needs a new arena. Look at Edmonton. Garth Brooks went to Edmonton. Boy, oh boy, that had quite an economic impact in Edmonton. People bought tickets. They went out to dinner. They stayed at hotels. Boy, Calgary's missing out on that. Guess you guys better build a new arena. Well, it turns out Garth Brooks is coming to Calgary. And of course, people said, yeah, he's only playing one show in Calgary. Well, (laughs) maybe wait before you make that argument, because... Garth Brooks usually announces only one show, and that turns into two or three or four, five or more. Seven right now in Calgary. Now, some people are saying and it's a legitimate point. Well, it might not be quite the same show. There are legitimate issues with the Saddle Dome and the roof and its capacity for holding lighting, etc., that uh, can impact the shows that certain acts want to do. It can't hold as much. And sure, that is an issue. But I mean if it's about the economic impact, well, Garth Brooks is coming. People are buying tickets. People are gonna go out and eat a meal before the show. People are gonna stay in hotels if they're coming from out of town. All of that's happening. So if you want to say, okay, that doesn't matter, we still need a new arena, then that's fine, you can make that argument. But as I was saying all along, it's stupid to raise Garth Brooks as an argument. The argument needs to be why does Calgary need a new arena? What are the costs of a new arena? What are the benefits of a new arena? And who's going to pay for it? And what's the cost of the arena itself? Right? These are the relevant questions. What's wrong with the status quo? What are we getting if we replace the status quo? What happens to the Saddle Dome? Where's the new arena going to go? What's the funding model going to be? Etc. These are all the relevant questions. So if you want to now say, sure, Garth Brooks is coming, but that's not relevant to whether we need a new debate, you're right. And it wasn't relevant when everybody was making the case from Gary Bettman on down a few months ago. So where do you come down on that? Uh, 403-974-8255 is the number, 974-TALK. Your thoughts on these questions, the arena question, the secondary market, StubHub question, and even your own experience today if you were trying to get in and buy some Garth Brooks tickets. 403-974-TALK is our number. We're back with more right after this.
1: Uh, well, first of all, let me say, somebody say thank you for coming to Calgary. Is like somebody in football going, thanks for coming to the Super Bowl. <laughs> it, this, is, this is the place to play, man. I'll put them up against anybody, I, even Nashville. I'll put them up against wow. anybody on the planet of knowing their country music.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that's Garth Brooks. That was Garth Brooks. Hurricane Smith on her sister's station, Country 105, got to chat with him. He was talking about being excited about coming to Calgary. Uh, So, yeah, I'm a little jealous. Here's my experience talking to Garth Brooks. It was 20 years ago, or 21 years ago. I think it was 96, but he was in Edmonton. And um, we were out one night, me and some friends, and we saw his buses all driving into town. we, We didn't even know it was Garth Brooks. We figured it's obviously somebody, so we followed them to the hotel. And we get out, and we're waiting, and sure enough, Garth Brooks walks off one of the buses, and we're standing right by the hotel entrance. I said, hey, Garth. He waved at me. I said, I'll, I'll see you at the show. Yeah, I wasn't going to the show. I didn't know what else to say. I'll see you at the show. And he said, I'll see you there. That was it. So, yeah, there you go. Nice score, Hurricane. Uh, so you got to chat with Garth Brooks. Garth is excited about coming to Calgary, and a lot of people are excited that he's coming. Did you get tickets? Did you try to get tickets? Would you consider buying them on StubHub? And do you think this is relevant to Calgary's arena debate? Getting a lot of texts on this. I'll read through some of those. If you want to jump in on the phones, by all means, 974-TALK. This text from Tina says Calgary does need a new arena. That has nothing to do with Garth Brooks, who has played several times at the Saddledome, so that's clearly not an issue. Again, what is the reason we need to replace the Saddledome? Is the Saddledome insufficient for concerts, and that's why we need to replace it? If we could snap our fingers tomorrow and put a new roof on the Saddle Dome, would we all say, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's good now. Where are there other reasons why? That's what I want to know. What's the reason for saying we need a new arena? And who's going to pay for it? Someone else, uh, Susan uh, says, hey, Rob, StubHub is in U.S. funds. You should point that out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it is isn't U.S. funds. When you see those prices, yeah, that's U.S. funds. Uh Another text points out, Rob Stubbop had tickets at 9.45 a.m. this morning before Ticketmaster at 10. And yeah, I managed to get two tickets for the earlier show. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if they did, but I think that's one of the issues people have brought up when it comes to tickets going on sale. Because there's the time, the day and time when it's released the release to the general public. But there's all these kind of VIP pre-sales and people have access to tickets before the general public does. So if if that's why, if there were tickets available on StubHub, I'm not sure, but that would probably be why. Uh, so yeah, that, that sure, that happens. Uh, this one from our friend Steve says, Rob, look at the entire business model. He sells $5.7 million worth of tickets, and half of that leaves with the artist. If it didn't, why would he bother performing? That's $2.8 million leaving Calgary, and that part's not good for the economy or anyone's economy except for Garth's. Would he generate and travel in hotels and restaurants might be a break-even... No one's ever really done the math on any of this. Look, that's a fair point. How much do concerts contribute to a city's GDP? I mean, a handful of concerts, whether we're missing out on a year, let's say it's five or six concerts a year we're missing out on. That's a rounding error in Calgary's GDP. That's nothing. I think you got to look at the whole picture. What are, what's our tourism spending here? What's our city's GDP? How much of a difference does that make? Maybe it's not as much as we think. It's something. It's something. But yeah, I guess Steve has has got a fair point that Garth Brooks is pocketing some of that money, but I guess it's generating spending that wouldn't otherwise have been there too. Uh, A text from Joe says, Calgary needs a new arena because the Calgary Flames are threatening to leave, which will hurt the economy because nobody will buy tickets. Also, if we hold the Olympics, a higher capacity will yield higher ticket sales, not just for the Olympics, but for any event. Well, I guess the Flames kind of, sort of, have threatened to leave and then back down on those threats. Is that, I mean, is that why? Is is it going to come to that, that the Flames cannot stay here unless a new arena is built? Maybe. Have they really explained why? What is so wrong with the status quo that they can't survive in the Saddledome? A lot of people fit in the Saddledome over 19,000. I think that's fifth highest in terms of capacity in the NHL. Uh, they managed to fill that arena. So I, I don't get it. What, why, do, why would they leave if they don't get a new arena? What's wrong with the status quo? I mean, if there's a legitimate answer to that, then okay, fine. But put it out there. I don't know that they have. They've tried to make the argument, hey, it'd be great for the city. It'd be great for the West Village. or great for Victoria Park. Okay, but what about you guys? What about you guys? What's wrong with the status quo? Why do you need a new arena? And I, I think a lot of NHL teams, teams in money-losing markets, would happily take Calgary of the saddle down than what they have in their markets. So I, I don't know. I'm not convinced by where the flame's going to go. How are they going to get a better deal anywhere else than what they got here? Anyway, I just, I'd like to know what it is they want or what's wrong with this. All right, more texts coming in here, 403-974-TALK. Uh, this one, Darcy says, Rob, your opinion on concert tickets is wrong. Why should some dirtbag with a fancy computer make money off a show? Don't get it. Well, look, anybody who holds anything that people are willing to pay a premium for is going to make money. Uh, step one is increasing supply to meet the demand. And to Garth Brooks' credit, that's what he does, where he plays. Add more shows. He drive down the market value of the ticket. But I think the second thing is, is having what economists call dynamic pricing. You need the price that better reflects the market value. Are people willing to pay $100,000 for a ticket to Garth Brooks? Of course not. You could put one on StubHub and list it for that much. It doesn't mean anybody's going to pay that because that's way, way, way above the market value. If someone's willing to pay $500 for a Garth Brooks ticket, then that's the market value. That's the market value of that ticket is what someone's willing to pay for it. And I think in a lot of cases, not with Garth Brooks, because that's pretty much a slam dunk, but I think there's a lot of acts where, look, let's worry about selling the tickets. We want to get the arena sold out. We want to get people in the arena. They'll come and they'll buy the beer and the soda and the hot dogs and whatever. So even though we, we grumble about the cost of tickets, they tend to err on the low side, especially for a lot of different acts because they want to get bums in the seats. But if you're selling tickets below market value, you're, you're creating the demand for the secondary market. If you're selling tickets for $20 and people would happily pay 40 or 50 for them, then you're creating an opportunity for people to do exactly that. Look, if you owned a store and someone came in and said, I want to buy everything, you'd probably happily say, sure, yeah, oh, absolutely. I'll ring it up. This is great. But if that person then took everything that you had for sale and then he went and flipped it and sold it for double the price, wouldn't you feel kind of stupid? when you say, gee, maybe I should have sold my stuff for a higher price. This guy thinks he can sell it for double what I was selling it for. Maybe I'm the dummy. So, yeah, I think that's something that needs to be looked at. Is the, the market value of the ticket reflecting uh, the true market value? The, does the face price reflect the market value? What are people willing to pay? Uh, This one from Brent says, Rob, uh, the whole thing with the flames might have to do with the parking, concession, sharing with Stampede. Oh, I I don't doubt that. I don't doubt it at all. But then, you know, come out and say that. Another one says, Edmonton said they generated about $45 in revenue with Garth Brooks concerts. Yeah, I've I've heard that number thrown around. Maybe it's true. But there you go. So we'll we'll get uh, pretty much the same here in, uh, in Calgary, won't we? So I think that, that kind of rebuts that argument. But yeah, I mean, Edmonton had, who did they have? They just had, um, who's the redhead guy? Ed Sheeran played there, didn't play here. Drake uh, played in Edmonton, didn't play here. Anyone else I'm overlooking? So there's been a few shows that haven't come here, did go to Edmonton. Would they come here if we had a new arena? And do we know that for sure? A. Uh, and B, what's the broader benefit? I guess if you're a fan of that act, okay, that's cool. But is there a benefit to the city? All right, let's go to the phone. Steve, welcome to the show.
2: Hi, Rob. I'm glad I got, was able to get on before the bottom of the hour. Hey, uh, I actually I phoned the uh, and wrote to the Competition Bureau of Canada step hub and what really upset me is that I couldn't get tickets as a as a former basketball player and a and a, and a former. Um, uh, uh, you know, you, you know, uh, competition or uh, Basketball Canada, you know, participant and so on and so forth, I couldn't get t- take us to the Raptors game, you know, and how many basketball players or fans are there in Calgary. So really what upset me is that StubHub took control of the ticket sales. And what I thought it was was legalized um, scalping. So, um, Anyway, I think that's really what StubHub is, is that for some reason they can buy more than eight tickets and have more than eight tickets in, in their tool. And, you know, and here's the thing, StubHub advertises on television. Where do they get their money from if all they are is a vehicle to transfer tickets from you to me or from me to somebody else?
0: Well, they get a fee. They get a
2: fee. Get, yeah, you're damn right they do. And the thing is, is that what bothers me more importantly is that the price markup is extreme and and when well, i can't always. get on it depends when I on can't what it get, is when i can't get to ticketmaster 3 minutes or 1 minute after the tickets go on sale and stubhub has unlimited number there's something seriously wrong with the system.
0: Well, it's not an unlimited number. You can see exactly how many are available for Garth Brooks. And it's not okay. an unlimited number. Uh, right. But second, but, yeah, tickets, look, shows are going to sell out. Popular shows but, are going to sell out. Yeah,
2: so you, you gave the, the, the excuse about this uh, business, uh, which is ludicrous, about the, uh, the, the grocery store thing. Well, wait a minute, Rob. There are 20 grocery stores probably within 10 blocks. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like there's 20 Garth Brooks within 10 blocks. So there is a limit. No, but there's seven
0: there's, now instead of one.
2: Th- th- that's fair enough. But Garth specifically wants reasonable price tickets for his show. Which is why he and adds have a more. Have, it's like McDonald's selling hamburgers. She's I know, an and that's why he's with, doing
0: seven shows. What, well, what do you want? Do you want him to do you 20? Know, do you, do you think the government needs to guarantee you a ticket?
2: directed to a U.S. StubHub site or whatever. No, that was and two ticket And would be 500 bucks. Did you hear that on Daniel?
0: I thought that was through Ticketmaster.
2: Well, it, apparently it was, but then she somehow got redirected to a different site.
0: Well, sure as hell it was in StubHub and, because and uh, they're StubHub in direct competition. And how so many
2: tickets? Uh, like one people minute sell after them. The
0: StubHub doesn't own the open. tickets. What's that? StubHub doesn't own the tickets.
2: No, they don't, but they have unlimited number of tickets for sale. It would, it's not minute, unlimited. The minute the Ticketmaster, is, uh, the, the phone uh, lines are open... You can find more tickets on ticket. I can't
0: get through to the Steve, master. okay, do you know that the NHL teams have a partnership with, with Ticketmaster to operate their own secondary sites? Yeah. That during anyway, the NHL playoffs, NHL teams were selling tickets or were allowing people to sell their own tickets for inflated prices through well, the NHL there, team's own website. No, there anyway, shouldn't and be. And the law the point. should
2: be that you can't sell it for more than, uh, you know, 50% more than what it was worth. Why? What if, if someone's it, willing to store. pay that? What's that?
0: What if someone's willing to pay that?
2: Well, because, well, I think that it should be against the law to sell it for that price. Should it be
0: against the law if you buy a car and you want to sell it for double the price on Auto Trader? No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. If someone's willing to pay it, nobody is, I'm sure. Right?
2: Yeah, I, I know where you're coming from, but believe well, me, Well, you want the government to step in and, and protect us where there's, there's no there's need. Something there's uh, some behind there's behind the scenes going on between StubHub
0: and ticket I guarantee there isn't. I guarantee there isn't. Yeah, they are in is. fierce competition. I think
2: there is, and I and I nope. think that there's. Yeah, I think that there is, and uh, that's what my complaint was to the Consumer Competition Board of Canada. They
0: could end this in so many ways that they know. wanted. They could have.
2: And, and, Prices and,
0: that reflect the market value. They can shut down how many tickets people yeah. can buy. They can limit that. They can well, make you prove that you're not a bot. Brooks, they?
2: They, can they, make you, a they can make something. you show ID
0: before you get your ticket. There are yeah. a lot of things that Ticketmaster and the promoters and the artists can do to limit this. They
2: better, they better get control of, the, of this scalping Do it, But anyway. there's not
0: a problem that I think government needs to solve here, Steve. So let's yeah. be really careful about saying you know that there's a problem here. Government, come save us. I don't want that.
2: Well, I don't want the government too much involved, but there's there's collusion between StubHub and Ticketmaster, which I believe there was. No, I don't think there is. I believe there is. I believe there is. There isn't enough basketball fans in Canada, in Calgary, to warrant ticket sales a a sellout at the the saddle Not There isn't a chance. And yet I could buy tickets immediately on StubHub, and I couldn't buy them immediately on Ticketmaster. There's something going on between StubHub and its access to Ticketmaster's tickets booth beforehand.
0: Okay. That give Steve, them right. the
2: right to sell more tickets to, I, to the every day. Every I got to let, go. let you go.
0: I got to let you go right up against the bottom of the hour. I don't think that's the case. But anyway, we're back with more right after this. All right, welcome back. Just a couple more uh, points on the ticket issue. Some points out by text, by the way. Ed Sheeran did play the Saddle Dome two years ago, so I'm not sure why it didn't come this time. Uh, but let's go back to the phones here. we got Jeff uh, on the line. Jeff, uh, thanks for holding on.
1: Yeah, hi there. Uh, I kind of disagree with your previous caller on um, on having the government uh, weigh in on, you know, the rules for ticket prices and everything. I'm going to be attending a uh, cruise where there's going to be multiple bands playing on the cruise, and there was a limited amount of tickets sold, 3,500 tickets. You put your name in, and if you get in, you have 48 hours to pay for it. If not, you're kicked off the list. And I think that was a very efficient way of doing it. And at the same time, any shows that I saw ever, whether at the Saddle Dome, anything like that, if I wanted to go to the show, bad enough, I was there at 10 o'clock. And if I didn't get the tickets, then I didn't get the tickets. It is what it is. And I'm not about to pay the inflated prices, but there are people that will.
0: Yeah. And if it, I mean, look, if it matters to you, then you'll do that. I mean, back in April, look, I'm from Edmonton, grew up in Edmonton. So, yeah, I'm an Oilers fan and my wife's birthday was in April. She's an Oilers fan. And we kind of made the impromptu decision. Let's for your birthday, go see a playoff game in Edmonton. Obviously, the playoff games are sold out. So we had the choice of StubHub or either the Edmonton Oilers own secondary uh, market website where people are reselling their tickets. We saw what the prices were. They're obviously well above the face value. How badly do we want to go? How much are we willing to pay?
1: And I honestly think that's sometimes half the fun of it, right? Like, yeah, you pay the extra amount for it, but I think it pays off in the end that, yeah, you're paying that little bit of inflated price, but you're going to be there, you're going to experience it, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if and it I, was. Don't, if yeah. I don't get tickets, I don't get tickets. I don't think uh, any there should be any government intervention. It should just let the market do as it will. StubHub decided that this is the way they want to conduct business. If you don't like it, don't use them. If you like it, exactly. you pay the bit of the extra price, and you have yourself a very fun show.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, Jeff. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. Uh, that's the thing, right? We, we don't have a right as citizens to go to a concert or a hockey game. If it's uh, available and we're willing to pay the price, it's uh, our decision to make. We ended up going to the hockey game. <laughs> it, it wasn't cheap, but yeah, it was. It was fun. It was memorable, and I, I don't regret it. So people can make that decision. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at twelve thirty on News Talk seven seventy Calgary.